Welcome to The Inner Game. I'm Gwen Garcelon, your host. Thanks for listening. The Inner Game is about how we nurture and attend to our mind-body-spirit health and how that allows us to play a bigger game and make a bigger contribution in the area of purpose that calls to us. And these are conversations with people who are committed to making an evolutionary difference with their lives from a place of balance and love and service. So today, I'm speaking with beautiful local Julie DeVilbis, a holistic nurse, wellness practitioner, and healing coach whose practice works from the foundation that everything is energy, that your spirit integrates your physical body through your own unique nervous system, and that process is evolutionary. Hello. Thank you for having me, Gwen. Get scooch right up to that mic. Hello. Beautiful. Yay. So so you grew grew up here in Carbondale. I did. I was born and raised here in Carbondale, Colorado. And and describe what feels like the beginnings of your spiritual life even as a child here. Mm. It was really spending the the nights out. My family was a avid outdoor family. We spent time in the canyons and the mountains on the river. And it was really underneath the stars and observing the Milky Way galaxy and watching the cycles of the moon that I felt held by something bigger. Mm. Yeah. 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 My father was a naturalist and, and instilled a lot of that into the, the values of taking care of being present with mm. the with the environment and with the sky in a way that um, was really grounding for me and for my family. That was a touchstone for all of us. Mm. What a gift. <laughs> um, and, and so what is your relationship, you know, to God, to the sacred, to the universe? Mm, How is I'm, that alive for you now? Thank you for asking. I'm very spiritual, which is quite a surprise considering I was raised in a community that wasn't that spiritual yeah. as it turns out and a, a family that wasn't very spiritual although I, right some would say you know the connection that your parents had that they helped to nature cultivate you know mm-hmm. was was deeply spiritual maybe for them mm-hmm. i don't know if they ever you know d- talked about it that way right it wasn't or it was just something experiential way, it was it did turn into a uh, I, I like to say that I don't believe in God, but what I do believe in, I call God. Mm. <laughs> and I am, I'm incredibly spiritual and soulful and connected to the universe in ways that are very grounding and uh, feel very nourishing to me. You know, you, when we were talking earlier, you said, when I asked you, um, you know, to describe how uh, you know what the what your that, your that sacred relationship provides for you, and you said a sense of belonging, which I just uh, it just so resonated, and and I wonder if you could say a little bit about how that um, sense of belonging helps you navigate. Mm, I. I wasn't always, didn't always feel connected to the universe and feel held by this, by my place here. Uh, 
I, I forgot my connection. And, and it's, I don't feel that hasn't been unique to me. We have all, there's been a great forgetting. And in losing our connection to the universe, we have lost much of our own personal coherence and meaning, not just for ourselves, but for each other as well. Mm-hmm. And when I reconnected to the universe and and was introduced on a scientific way through a, through through quantum science, how the universe works, and into the fundamental field of unity, I understood how we were connected to each other. I was able to return myself to a system of wholeness that I could actually relate to. And it filled me with a sense of belonging and understanding about how I'm meant to be alive and how I'm meant to contribute myself to the whole. Mm. Yeah, when you get in touch with your soul purpose, yes, it's just that crystal clear lens through which you see everything and yeah. can navigate and make decisions, you know, through that. That's so beautiful. Mm, thank you. Yeah. Um, so you're, you know, you had also talked about um, the trust that it's given you to be courageous and go in different directions that, I don't know, maybe seem a little cutting edge. What do you think? It's, it's you know, this, this whole school of thought is, is beautifully becoming more mainstream. It really is. And, and here's, here's what I believe is that the universe has is using my, un, my nervous system to deliver the gifts that are mine to me and through me. Mm. And that source energy and spirit and soul integrates into our bodies through the nervous system. That these yeah. channels of light are are a gift to us to help us awaken to ourselves and right. awaken to each other. Yeah. And and we were talking about the just how it's starting again to become more well known that we are energetic beings. Mm. Isn't you know? that rich? You yes. know, that we are not these like dense material, you know, sluggish, you know, although it can seem that way. Sometimes we actually are just these track of our soul. Yeah. And when we forget that we are a soul, we don't have a soul. We are a soul. We have a body. Right. Right. Yes. With a beautiful nervous system. That is this portal. Yes. From spirit to our physicality in some beautiful sacred way. Yes. Maybe talk more about that. Like how you help people start to engage Mm. with that one of the first ways is to kind of reorient people to this disorientation of being a human being in this world today is so confusing like where do I belong why am I here Mm. and it's hard to ground ourselves into these man-made systems and to to find ourselves in systems where we aren't necessarily where we're standardized it's just a standardized like education and healthcare and politics and uh, so one of the first my first invitations in working with the what I call the evolutionary nervous system and helping people to tap into and recover and recalibrate that 
is to remind them that their nervous system isn't man-made. It's made by the universe itself. And that, in general, gives people some like, oh, right. I know. Yes. I know. Our bodies are such a miracle. There's such a miracle. You know. This incomprehensible <clears throat> oh engineering. Yeah. What was your question, Gwen? Um, I don't know, but I like where we're going at the moment. So. Mm. <laughs> so I remind people that they belong first and foremost to the universe. And and then that this the gift of the body, the embodied experience, is where we start actually having the power to interact with, to engage, to recover, to touch upon the nervous system itself, the lens of the nervous system. Mm. But in a culture that prioritizes that has prized productivity over being we have learned to live solely from the mind and to dismiss the signaling of the body Mm -hmm. so one of the first places I start is you belong to the universe you're a child of the cosmos and your body is giving you the gift of embodied wisdom you need to learn how to step into the body and practice embodied presence, embodied awareness, so that you can lead from a place that's more customized and more rich and more profound for you yourself. Mm. Yeah, I always think of, you know, the the Wizard of Oz metaphor. It's like we have these things, you know, in us all along, you know, there right. we have these abilities, these capacities and and beautiful gifts. And it just takes activating them and, and building the relationship. I would imagine kind of learning to get in touch with your nervous system is like learning to get in touch with any aspect of yourself. It's putting the time into that relationship it really to is. have the kind of intimate connection that And it can possible. be scary for yeah. those who have experienced trauma or heartbreak or grief or have... Uh, normalized chronic stress, like sitting in the body can be a hard place to sit. So it is a practice. It's an energetic practice of coming home, coming back, come all the way back to our body and the wisdom of our bodies. What's always been there. It's what will always there. be there. Right. <laughs> right. Looking within in a world that has taught you to seek outside of yourself. Mm. And so the... So just to back up a little bit, so, you know, I, I think most people get that the common understanding of the nervous system, you know, that what we learn in school mm. is that it's a, it communicates between the brain and the body. Mm-hmm. But ev- the evolutionary understanding is brings in that multidimensional communication between the source. Yes. God, universe, all yes. the unified field and the infinite amounts of wisdom that reside there. Yes is, you know, so the the nervous system helps us to communicate with those kinds of messages. Yes, yes. And that's has been really unique. My development, my relationship to the nervous system and my approach to the nervous system is radically unique in a clinical practice that I speak to it in evolutionary terms as the point of integration between soul and body source and body, God and body, and body and God, body and soul, body and source. What's been the response of colleagues to that? I'm sure probably Hmm. big spectrum. 
I'll just say that for the people who resonate with the messaging, it resonates deeply and quickly. There's an sure. aha moment. Right. There's like a light bulb of like, of, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. And and how have you been seeing it? Um, you know, do you see when you work with nervous system awareness, do people have immediate kinds of reactions to that or results? Or is it something that, yes, you yes, know, like yes. takes some time? I believe time. that the nervous system is the root cause of the majority of our physical, mental, emotional, quote-unquote, symptoms that we tend to treat allopathically in one-by-one. One. Mm. And we medicate, whether with pharmaceuticals, plant medicine, or even now psychedelics. We're trying to medicate the symptoms while not addressing the root cause, which is the lens of the nervous system that is holding on to... Like the trauma a, or yes, those kinds of things. it's a reflection of all of our previous experiences, all of our heartbreak, all of our be- emotional betrayal, traumas. our emotional, yeah. Our, yeah. Our, and our celebrations. Yeah. But because we also live in a culture that has normalized chronic stress, we now have these nervous systems that are versed they're literate in the stress response and they yeah, like oh this is the water we swim in yeah and they've forgotten <laughs> how to feel at ease yeah. within themselves yeah so when i teach my clients to work from the lens of the nervous system what we can see is a shift in multiple symptoms mm. very quickly it's root cause it's working from the inside out and addressing root cause working versus working from the outside in and addressing and chasing symptoms. Right. Oh, beautiful. So I'm just one for those just joining. Um, this is Gwen Garcelon and you're listening to the inner game on Katie and Kay. And I'm talking with Julie DeVilbus about the evolutionary relationship we can have with our nervous system. Thank it's you. Pretty Gwen, phenomenal. For me. Yeah. It's, it's, this stuff is so cool. You know, just things that you know, but you see a different angle, a different facet of of this thing we're trying to figure out how to be these spiritual beings in these human bodies. And not just that anymore. These days we're trying to feel well within ourselves. Yeah. We're just trying to not limp along and not be stuck in survival mode. No, we want to be catalysts and bring in our best self right now. Yes. Yeah. And move with love and kindness yeah. and interact with the, with the world from a place that is grounded and powerful and meaningful. Right. But if we don't even feel well within ourselves because we're stuck in this chronic stress response, then we don't have access to our own expansion and to the way right. that the source or our souls would have yeah. us be moving through the world. And it's funny because we don't know what we don't know. Like, I mean, we we don't know how how amazing it would be to to live in that more collaborative space mm. with spirit with greater trust mm-hmm. and greater courage and mm. and to be able to read the signs through our nervous systems because we know them so intimately you know it's like th- that's you know like a, a a new frontier of operating it really is and bringing yeah. that frontier into a clinical practice into healthcare as a holistic nurse and a clinical herbalist has been such a 
such a creative endeavor, really, such a, a courageous endeavor, <laughs> the gift of my own nervous system leading yeah, me into right. my own expansion as as a as a healer. Mm-hmm. I was I wanted to ask you sort of a practice related question, um, and and just to make this personal, like when you notice your nervous system is taking a hit in mm-hmm. some way. And I know there's probably different things for different levels of whatever it is. But is there a go-to practice you could share? It really depends on if my nervous system is in an expression of hyperarousal, of being overstimulated, or being understimulated, like hypoarousal, like I'm stuck in some mm. sort of fear response. So it, gotcha. a part of becoming nervous system literate is learning how to map your nervous system and mm-hmm. understanding what stress response you might be displaying and then tailoring how you move accordingly beautiful with the embodied wisdom of i need to down regulate or i need to stimulate i need to add energy or i need to take some energy away sure i use a lot of breath work yeah that's what i was thinking because it's is breath it's just so immediate Mm -hmm. and it and it creates such an immediate response it's immediate yeah. The inhale is related to the sympathetic yeah. nervous system. Right. And the exhale is connected to the parasympathetic nervous system. Yeah. So you can tonglen yourself. Yes. You know, that beautiful Buddhist practice of, yeah. you know, I bring in what the the incoherence of the world and I send out coherence. Mm, I love the tonglen yeah. practice. Yeah. yeah. It's powerful, you know, just recognizing that we have the, that alchemical power mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as human beings. Uh, what's something you feel like you really need to watch in keeping your nervous system healthy and resilient? I really need to watch what I feed, what I, what I feed myself, uh, my nutrition, my diet, um, and how just generally where I'm leaking my power. Like I can give a lot of my power away to uh, to the news or to mm, social media. Sure. So, it's, so, it's so seductive and it's like so quick, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know oh, I'll just check this or oh, I'll just check that. And it's like, eh, then you've been hooked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like I've been hooked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It takes a lot of vigilance. It really does. Yeah. It does, yeah. Oh, it's uh, it's so wonderful to get to have these conversations about things that, you know, just practices that may already exist. But you when you experience them in a deeper way, it's like going to a museum and knowing the background of the artist. You know, you just have more richness to bring to the relationship, the experience. Mm. You were talking earlier about um, some different... Um, embodiment practices and I wonder if you could share a couple of those and sort of why those are helpful embodiment practices are helpful in general to stimulate the parasympathetic nervous system to stimulate the vagus nerve access the parasympathetic nervous system. and why do we like the parasympathetic we like the parasympathetic nervous system it's a branch of the autonomic nervous system and it and it is the Mm anti-stress branch of the nervous system 
And because we tend to just run, operate in stress, then this branch of our nervous system has become atrophied and we've forgotten how to build that energetic bridge to it. Embodiment Mm. is one of the techniques and there are thousands of embodiment techniques mm-hmm. uh, that stimulate the vagus nerve and help us tap into the parasympathetic nervous system, which brings balance to mm. our lives yeah. through by allowing the body to rest and digest and connect. Mm. So it's kind of it gives the body the opportunity to do what the body can do when it's yeah. not stressed. Yeah, and stress is inflammatory. Right, like. It's an inflammatory cascade, and anti-stress and ease and peace and love is an anti-inflammatory cascade. It's interesting that you're almost specifically, you know, describing regeneration. Mm. You know, like when you see a piece of land that's stressed Mm. in some way. Right. You know, bringing more awareness and more uh, you know Gratitude, alleviating alleviating that stress in some way allows that piece of land to express its most healthy expression mm, that's so beautiful yeah yes. it's so similar yeah with all of life and adding nutrients and water right. and sunlight yeah and also just kind of the natural the forces of nature that we all have been that we've all evolved with but we've also forgotten how critical they are to our health and well-being yeah because all of life responds to nurturance Mm -hmm. and appreciation Mm -hmm. you know gratitude and it's really easy to step into nourishing and sustainable practices through the lens of the nervous system describe that a little bit hmm it is not sustainable to apply a medicine that, with the intention of shifting the nervous system out of stress while we ourselves engage in patterns of stress. Right. I mean, it seems so clear. <laughs> it's like, huh, that just makes a whole lot of sense. And that's how we're doing it right <laughs> now. That's totally how we're doing I it. Know. Is, is continuing to allow these patterns of stress to be our baseline operation in the world while then we use plant medicine or pharmaceutical medicine or psychedelic medicine to shift to carry the full weight of bringing our nervous system back into a place of balance that's not sustainable or nourishing what is sustainable or nourishing is to frequently tap into is to frequently access the parasympathetic nervous system through the through practices like heart coherence mm. and gratitude practices. Right. A lot of people work. probably are, are maybe aware of the heart math work. You right. know, and that's heart what math. it's all about is quickly creating that heart coherence that makes us able to access our best selves. Yeah, and heart coherence is a lot about like body democracy. Like it's bringing, it's it's quieting the mind and allowing the body to speak. Mm, interesting. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So how can people, um, what are you doing right now that people can join in on? Mm, thank you for asking. I have a private practice in Carbondale. I see one-on-one clients for session work. And I am currently in the middle of a... N- 
a nervous system reset program called Illuminate. It's a nine-week reset program, and that'll end right around March, uh, this, the spring equinox, actually. And then I will be launching that program again starting sometime in April. So either if you'd like to work with me one-on-one or join Illuminate the next time I launch it, I'd love to hear from you. You can email me at holisticcolorado at gmail.com. Tell me, a, um, thanks for that. Tell me a highlight of, you know, your your current course. What's something that just was mm. delightful? What's delightful? <laughs> well, last night we stepped into this week is the week of healing. And the week of healing is about honoring the wound and the invitation of the wound to awaken to our immeasurable gifts as healers within ourselves. We had a wonderful class last night. There were aha moments and breakthroughs in in the class last night. It was a it was a juicy a juicy class. Can you describe? I'm think I would love to know what like a nervous system breakthrough looks like. Mm. <laughs> it's um, well, it's individual, it, right? So uh, shifting between finding space between the story and the sensations. Committing to the level of sensation can be a nervous system breakthrough. And awareness, as it turns out, has the power to metabolize an experience in and of itself. Just bearing witness to a wound will catalyze its healing. Without the intention of healing, without the intention of of, uh, getting to the other side of healing but just sitting with the wound itself is such a powerful practice and Mm. I got to witness a group of women sitting in this practice last night and Mm. what shifted for each of them individually was was powerful it was a powerful effect it's amazing what you know just any level of awareness Mm. can do you know, if we have the courage to to just listen to our bodies and, and accept what's there and, mm-hmm. you know, what it seems so simple, but it makes so much available. It makes so much available when we can deepen in our capacity to be aware of ourselves. Yeah. And aware of our wounds. The good, the bad, and the ugly. (laughs) The good, the bad, the ugly in a way that allows us to become more fully human. Yes. For ourselves and for the whole. Yeah. Right? When we stop speaking from the wound, leading from the wound, resisting the wound, avoiding the wound, and we start honoring and witnessing it in in a different way we step into our capacity to be more fully human for our communities Mm. and for the evolution and highest good of the whole. Amen, sister. So thank you for listening today. If you have a question for Julie or me, you can join the Facebook page at The Inner Game. We'd love to hear your feedback, and you can find out there where to listen to past shows. Um, You can also find it on Apple Podcasts. So until next time... Love your nervous system. Listen to your body. You're designed to feel good. (laughs) 